You're listening to the Midwest Bias Podcast, where we love Subarus, Tater Tot Hot Dish, and I-95 is a bingo ball, you betcha. <laughs> How's that? Does that work out, Kirsten? Why, yes. Yes, it does, Tony Kornheiser. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody. It's KJ, as or Kirsten, as Mr. Kornheiser said. Now, this is like the, th- I think this is the third time I've used Kornheiser's introduction, and so what do y'all think? Do you think I should just keep this indefinitely? Or should I go back to the original? What are we thinking here? Is this too much Tony Kornheiser for you? Let me know. Before we move on to the Midwest guest co-host, I know that it's the holiday season. And it isn't the fact that Thanksgiving is over. And I know some of you put up Christmas decorations the day after Thanksgiving. Which I think in the past I used to say wasn't was no, a no-go, but... As long as you wait till after Thanksgiving, I'm okay with it, I think. But just don't do it before Thanksgiving. But it's not that. It's not that people have are starting to make Christmas cookies. And it's not that Black Friday sales are on and Cyber Monday sales and all that. I know it is the holidays because the mailman or woman has stopped delivering our packages because they're too afraid of coming up our driveway. We had a snowstorm on Tuesday of this week's. We got about five inches. And so Tuesday when the mailman came through, there was snow in the driveway and an acceptable reason not to come up because we hadn't plowed yet. And Tuesday, of course, we had a package that would not fit in the mailbox and they usually drive it up here. Left a slip in the box saying snow was the reason and then never attempted to deliver it again. And that is a new thing. So if anybody else's experience is has experienced that, let me know. Usually they try the next day, and if it's still bad, then they maybe will try a third time or they'll say, come get it at the post office. Well, I didn't get it until Friday. So he never attempted to bring it again because we never got another slip. And I had that driveway cleared off Wednesday looking good, and Then I looked at that orange slip closer when I went to pick it up at the post office and it said, scan this QR code if you want to reschedule your delivery. So that must be a new thing they're doing. Or I, maybe it's not new, but my postman always just try it again. I don't know. So anyway, that's how I know that it's holiday season. So mama, if you're listening, be prepared for more packages to be directed to your house. Uh, One other thing, yesterday... Our buddy, Amy Martin. Oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. Amy Martin released a new single called Good Morning Beautiful. Go check it out. It is a beautiful song. Way to go, Amy. Congratulations on all your success. Check it out at amymartinmusic.com or Amy Martin on Spotify or I'm sure she's on other. I know she's on Spotify, so I'll just stop there. Okay, time to move on to the Midwest guest co-host of the day. Time for the Midwest guest co-host. She's the best co-host of the day. Yeah, it's the Midwest guest co-host. Yeah, you betcha she'll know just what to say. Well, yes, it is time for the Midwest guest co-host of the day. Welcome back, Karen Middlestadt. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you. I, I ran down. I was close to missing my uh, my go live time here because the little life insurance lady 
just was leaving, but I, I made it down in time. And did she, did she ask you for blood samples or anything like that? She surely did. I'm getting after the fact additional life insurance. So unbeknownst Uh to me, when you do this and they send a little woman to your house to ask you about your medical, well, you have to fill out a lot of forms and then they send the woman to your house to take your blood and your urine and ask you private questions. Yeah, I've never had this done, but we just Uh did sign up for additional. So I'm expecting the little woman to show up soon. Yeah. Yeah. My woman was very nice, very prompt. She had a little trouble with the blood, but I'm optimistic. As I said to Amber after she left, I think my parents are a liability. I mean, I am the vision of health. So, I mean, my numbers, I've been fasting since 5 a.m. just to cover my bases. She told me four hours, but I said, no, no, I'm going all day. Oh, my God. So I feel like I, on my own, will have passed with flying colors. But, you Uh know, my folks died young, and I feel like that's they're going to ding me for that. Oh, I have no idea how they decide that. I know. I think you're right. It's probably just a form, and there's what are those people called actuaries that decide if Karen gets additional life insurance? I I don't know what they're called. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I sent her on her way and then ran down here. So I'm, I'm glad to be on. I'm glad to chat. What, what are we going to talk about today? Well, before we move on, I must ask you, have you at least had a chance to have a snack since you've been fasting since 5 a.m.? Yes, I have a bowl of pretzels. I just downed several of them. And I reminded myself, I have a post-it note on my screen here that says, don't eat the pretzels into the microphone, because I figure (laughs) that would be quite, you probably couldn't pick a worse snack to discreetly try to eat when you're talking into a microphone. So I I have enough to go for an hour, KJ, and then, then I'm afraid I might just pass out. Okay. Well, please don't. Okay. Well, first of all, what we should talk about is I need to know how your Thanksgiving was. It was hosted in Green Lake. Am I correct? That's right. Yes. For Well, I don't know how. Last year we hosted, a little bit scared of COVID, but we did. And this year we hosted, yes, my, my three sisters, my partner Amber and Amber's sister Diana. And then through a series of uh, bad decisions by said sisters, we also had some brothers-in-law and some kids. So yeah, it was 13, 14 of us. Oh, wow. Okay. What do you mean by a series of bad decisions by some sisters? Well, you know, spouses, husbands, and kids. Kids, it's a lot of baggage. So they decided to introduce these things into their lives. And so now when they travel for the holidays, they all come along. Oh, okay. Okay. So where did you, did you split them up between your house and the, the, you call it the lake house, I believe, or did yes. they all stay at the lake house or all at your house? They all stayed at the lake house. They all stayed <laughs> well, there. there. You go. Except for Diana, who is Amber's sister. She stayed here, uh-huh. but yes, the, the rest of them were over there with the, the one bathroom and the bunk beds and okay, perfect. Uh, we were living the life over here. They were here for four meals, though. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like they come for Wednesday dinner, then they come for Thursday breakfast and Thursday dinner. They just camp out here all day Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, they come back for leftovers. So it's, sure. it's they're here a lot. But um, the fact that they have somewhere else to go is 
really makes for a much more pleasant weekend for everybody. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For, I don't know for the people who have to go over there all back together, take the show back on the road to the little house, <laughs> but it works great for me. Yeah. Well, that's the most important. You are the host. That's right. Some of the time. I um, did. Um, you know, do you have questions? Cause I, I was going to comment on the, the cost of, of Thanksgiving. No, I wa- I do have one question about were there any dogs at the lake house? Well, yes. Wednesday <laughs> night, no. There's only one dog among all these people. And and I don't, you know, as you know, I don't prefer them. Yes. And the dog, be- because my preferences are so well known, the dog was left at home on Wednesday night when they all came. And then I think because they were realizing they were going to be here all day on Thursday, I got the the call from my sister saying, you know, would it be a problem if we brought Riley? And I thought, you I mean, what are you supposed to say? So I said, mm-hmm. no, that was fine. But I'll tell you, I, I looked over once and that little dog was sitting on top of my suede, what are they, like decorative pillows on the sofa. Oh, yeah, that's a nice pillow. And right when I looked up, a nice drool came out. I thought, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let me so tell I, you, Rue doesn't drool. Just saying. Really? Uh, no, she does not. She's so small and petite. I think I thought all dogs drool. Well, I've never seen Rue drool. Well, that's interesting. But yeah. yeah, so I, I kind of stood up. I'd been sitting at the table doing a puzzle, and I stood up and kind of went over and elbowed the dog kind of <laughs> discreetly, of course, to try to get him off at least that pillow. If he wants to just drool, I feel like that's, so I remove that pillow. It's, it's down in the basement in the utility room sitting on a chair. I don't know what I think I'm doing with it, but right. it's got to be sanitized to... Yeah. or something has to happen before that can go back up. Yeah. So one, one dog for Thursday only, uh-huh. and I tolerated it barely. And but you could have what you could have done is just kept since you know you're going to sanitize that one pillow, just kept that one pillow for Riley the whole time, instead of worrying about how many pillows will he soil. Yeah, I, you're right. I guess I, mm-hmm. I just you know in the moment you just sort of go into get angry just, and nudge the dog discreetly. Yeah. One and I wish I could say that I as I told you it was not a nut. It was a it was a true elbow in the jaw. <laughs> but the little thing at least it didn't like yip or do whatever dogs do uh-huh. it just oh, moved yeah. i think it, okay. it it knew it shouldn't mess with me yeah <laughs> now please and tell then me at one point, oh go ahead well i want to tell you too because then my brother-in-law who was carving the turkey he like proceeds to you know carve and carve and carve and then there's like a little bit and he threw it so then he would just take to throwing it like over the island oh, onto no. the floor and the little dog would scamper along i thought <laughs> This is disgusting. Like that, I just was on my hands and knees doing that floor. And now you think it's like the dog bowl. And plus this is like human food. I just, there was many times with, because of the dog and not because of the dog, I just sort of had to turn my head and, and just let it go. But I was, I was pretty pleased that I did it. Very good. What did Amber think of that? The whole, how you She too was. Yeah, we, you know, we kind of debriefed each each time the family left about what was good and what was disturbing, and that that made it onto both of our lists. Of oh, flying okay. Flying turkey onto the floor. 
for the dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. We don't uh, throw the food either. But if the food does drop, we tell the dog to come over and depending on what type well, of food it is. Yeah. Come I mean, over like I've seen civilized house, households where they, you know, will like put some human food in a bowl, which I think is probably also not good. Yeah. But the notion we just throw the food through the air and the dog will find it like a bone or a tennis ball. I thought that was very odd. Even for this brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's saying something there, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tell me all about the cost of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, it's fresh in my mind because I did the calculations this morning. And mm. we experienced a 75% increase in the cost of Thanksgiving food this Whoa. year. Isn't that something? I- I've checked my spreadsheet and my math and... I'm just about to have to send this news to my sisters, and I think it's not going to be taken well. But yes, so we do this whole um, units thing. So because there's no parents to, to like stiff with the bill for holidays right. and everything, and it's right. just the four girls, mm-hmm. we have to f- divide it up somehow. And the way that we do it is at Thanksgiving and and like weekends at the lake and whatever is. We just do one huge round of grocery shopping. So like I got the whole list for everything we needed for all the the Thanksgiving weekend meals. And I go to Costco and I go to Hy-Vee and I go to Williams-Sonoma and I get the the lists at the three places and then we just prepare it all together. So then you divide the total cost of the food by the number of people in your family times the number of meals that you participated in. So let's say you ate, you know, Wednesday dinner and two meals on Thursday like this. Mm-hmm. So, so like Martha's family is of five and they participated in five meals between Wednesday and Saturday. And so they were responsible for 25 units. So you essentially add all the units, divide the total cost of the food by the number of units. And that gives you your per unit cost, which is essentially the the per meal, the average cost per meal. Okay, I'm with you. Last year it was $6. This year it's $10.51, which is 75% increase. Wow. Which is way, I mean, inflation's, yeah, inflation's what, eight? And, yeah. you know, I have my little part-time gig at the grocery store, so I happen to know what they're saying is the the increase in the cost of groceries year over year for November, which is like 12, 12% grocery increases. And somehow the middle step sisters hit 75%. Yeah. Exact Did same the, grocery list, I think. I mean, it's supposed to be exactly the same question. as last year. Was yeah. it, so the I mean, meals all, didn't change? No, I mean, it was exactly the same. So huh. I, I don't know. Wow. I've, I have triple checked my math and okay. I had, think this is what it is yeah well it adds up well do you think like I wouldn't have thought ten dollars is too much to spend for a meal I mean Thanksgiving meal is probably expensive and so like your breakfast maybe is less expensive Mm -hmm. but ten dollars a meal doesn't seem crazy it's not no it's not terrible six dollars a meal seems like a breeze maybe maybe last maybe last year was wrong I don't Mm -hmm. know what do you think you spent? Did well, you host? I we we did, but 
uh-huh. I have the parent to stiff. So the parent, oh. <laughs> the parent <laughs> wanted to pay for all of the groceries. So we did the one big grocery run. Yes. And the, yeah. and the, we bought everything for everyone that everyone needed because we all take a dish typically yeah. and cook. And uh, yeah, mama paid for it. So it's really exactly the same process. Yeah. Yeah, but I did not we didn't do any units and conversions to per, we didn't do anything or how many you meals each participated you didn't need in, a spreadsheet no. Uh, no, no we didn't need one but you know i mean i think that's that's a good way to do it who came up with this idea the units and per number of people in the family now do you, before you answer that do you charge less for the children who eat less it used or? to be oh not used anymore to be. no i think when they're really little Maybe it started that they were like a half a unit, okay. but then that once we figured fair. it out, I mean, those kids were eating like specialized food. So their units were probably actually more expensive oh, than ours. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So no, now every everybody's the same. Did same you add any type of fine for throwing <laughs> turkey over the island yeah. and giving the turkey to the dog? That would have been an appropriate addition. I might, you know, as I said, I haven't sent it out yet. I might need to factor that in a little bit too. I think you should, uh, or at yeah. least put a note okay. at the bottom. This behavior will not be tolerated at next Thanksgiving. Yes, something Brian's going to pay plus two units for throwing <laughs> hu- the human food on the floor for the dog. Something like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. But think was your was your Thanksgiving a success? Yes, yes, it was. Good. And um, you'll hear you'll hear more about that if you listen to the other segment in this episode. But well, yes, you know it was it will, a success, yeah. and we did not. Nobody. We all stayed in the same house except for my mom. She went back to her uh, apartment, uh, her yes. assisted living apartment. That was the first time she didn't stay out here, but it worked out well. She thought. And then we went and got her every morning around eight, and took her home every night around nine thirty or so. So we had oh. a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, that sounds wonderful. Very yes. good. And the food turned out. The food turned out, yes. Good. There was a small hiccup with the turkey, but we managed. Uh, was it raw? No, no. It took okay. a long time to cook. Yeah. Okay. Because of some uh, convection versus regular oven calculation miscalculations. Oh, yeah, that happens. Yeah. That happens, yes. Uh, okay, well. Shall we talk about, I have a few things from, a few uh, feedbacks from the last couple episodes. Oh, yes. I'd love to hear these. Actually, from the last episode. Did you listen to the last episode with Kim Wilson? I did. Okay. All right. So you should be in the know here. This first one is a tweet from Adam Jamison at Soft Toss Lefty. As someone who was in, who was self-employed for years and hired by customers, you don't ever charge for a lunch break ever. So Adam, he's referring to the movers, the movers yeah. that charge mama for a lunch break. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what did you have an opinion as you were listening to that? What did you think? Well, I did think in the world of hourly employees that breaks and lunch breaks are unpaid. Okay. Okay, so you're yeah. on board with what? Now, Todd Takei at Tooth Takei, he, he said, I hope you tipped the movers. So he might be on the other side of that. Well, don't you think it's different, though? The A tip versus like being er- erroneously or um, mischievously charged for yes. my lunch break versus t- I do think you have to tip movers. Yeah, well, 
I responded to him that she certainly did tip him, tip them by paying for their lunch. Well, paying for I mean, their that's work it. Time. <laughs> yeah. I do think if I felt like I'd been inappropriately charged, I might take it out on the tip. Yeah. And mama is the type that does not understand tipping. Mm-hmm. She has mentioned this many times. Well, when you say she doesn't understand tipping, do, is that just code for she doesn't like to tip? She doesn't understand, for instance, why um, hairdressers, uh, for example, would need to be tipped. They, yeah. they, well, she didn't know that some of them rent their own chairs. She mm-hmm. said, this is their business. Why would I tip them? I don't tip the post office. She's never said that, but I'm saying I'm throwing out a different company. I don't tip the post office. I don't tip the librarian or well, library is free. So that's not a great example, but there, I think there's just a different mindset. Maybe, maybe it's her generation. Maybe it's the Midwest. Maybe she's frugal and this is, she doesn't well, like to tip say, for that yeah. reason. I think I, I think I relate and I think it's, it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. why I don't tip is because I'm cheap or, yeah. or don't prefer to tip. Uh-huh. Like I will, I will proactively not eat at a restaurant where I have to sit at a table and have people bring me food because I know that that means that you have to tip them. Yeah, I have done that too. I got, but then during the pandemic, we were shamed for not tipping for takeout when oh, we yes. had not really ever t- tipped for takeout before. Yeah, I mean now everybody is supposed to tip for everything, and you yes, know, they it seems like spin around their little tip. screen and say, "Well, how much tip for my ice cream cone? How much oh, tip yeah. for my yes? Everything is Jimmy John's. You know, how much tip for my sandwich? So I, I think it is a very confusing landscape currently. It is, and it's mm-hmm. almost it's a it's right in front of your face, and if you t- push the no tip button, you feel shame because they're looking right at you. Oh yes, I mean for though for even though they have spun it around for dis- discreet decision making, I know when it spins back, they know what I have oh, done. Oh sure, absolutely, <laughs> yep. And yep. sometimes they will say, "I had one bold gentleman say at the Caribou Coffee." Now it's going to ask you if you'd like to tip me or not. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And most of the time they just say, they don't say anything. They just spin it around. But this yeah. gentleman really wanted a tip. Yeah. But there is yeah, an entire episode on the Speaking of Tangents just about tipping. I have no oh, idea I'll what, go what back. number I'll it go is. Back to it. But it, there is some difference in the East Coast and the Midwest with tipping. Um, for instance, Jason told me that if uh, someone comes in, you say you've got, you bought a new refrigerator and you paid for delivery, you're supposed to tip the delivery men on top of that. I don't see the reasoning behind that. I've already paid Mm -hmm. for the delivery. I think a part of that delivery fee goes to them. Mm -hmm. But I was flabbergasted when he said, no, you should tip them. Yes. No, I I don't know if that's regional because when the the movers brought the furniture, or the not the movers, but the furniture delivery company brought the furniture here, my sister was here and I did not tip. And she said, did you tip them? And I said, no. And she said, you have to tip them. And so then I had to run out there with cash, but she felt <laughs> the same way that, that you did have to tip them, even though, as you, as you noted, you pay mm-hmm. for the delivery fee. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't like know. you said, it is a confusing landscape and I don't think I'll ever know the proper answer for every, I know they've even, I mean, I've seen things in the media that break down different categories on who should be tipped and who don't need to be tipped. But uh, it's just, it's too much for me to think about. Yeah. I, I think 
I think I probably err in not tipping when I'm supposed to tip because I don't think I know. Yeah. But when I think I know I do need to tip, I think I'm a generous tipper. Yes. Yes, I'm a generous tipper at my hairdresser, in mm-hmm. the restaurants. Yes. But I don't tip movers. I don't tip people that have already have already paid a fee for delivering something. Yeah, those are those Maybe sort of I should change things. it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a little much. Anyway, we, we will move on from that. But uh, you remember Kim's Crock-Pot, Joe Maloney at Joe the ITO, gave us a picture of his Crock-Pot meal that he made from Kim's recipe that she shared. And he said, yep, I'll be making this again. And Karen, you have a picture of it. I must say the picture is not too appealing. I was going to say, I mean, what what is it? <laughs> well, it's some it's, kind of noodles? It's chicken. Let's see. It's It was garlic, buffalo wild wings, garlic parmesan chicken, I think is what it was. I bet All it right. tastes wonderful, but he's got the crock pot liner. And yeah, um, it, it, yeah it, the crock pot liner never makes it look as nice as it could look. I'm no. sure it's wonderful. It's, it's funny that you say it because that was my first reaction is what what is that thing? Like yeah. it looks like a um, what it, when you take a shower and you don't want to like in the olden days and you don't want to get your hair. What what was that called? Hair a hair net a uh, hair a shower hair? Cap. Cap. shower cap. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, it what it looks look like. like. I'm, I was not familiar with this product, so I didn't understand what was going on. And then I looked it up and I realized that this is supposed to like you, you, now you don't have to wash your crock pot because you put right. your plastic liner in it is that what this I, is i think so we do not use crock pot liners and no. this this kind of brings me to my next question karen you fancy yourself a midwesterner but the question yeah, is but do not you a have cook. a crock pot oh yes but okay. i mean it's a, as we've talked about in the past it's only because sister kate worked oh, at william yeah. sonoma and that's gave right. me stuff that's i mean right. i don't think i've ever used that's a, if you use the crock pot you have no i don't okay. think so <laughs> how about amber Oh, I don't, I can't name anything. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so when Kim's so. Crock-Pot uh, segment comes on, do you then use the time codes and fast forward or do you listen to it? Oh, I definitely don't do anything as intricate as using time codes. But I think, especially because when you sent me this photo and the whole thing, I thought, I don't even know what this is. So I think <laughs> I listen, but perhaps I just didn't pay attention. Okay, I, I well, don't fast forward through like. it, but I clearly don't. Pay attention because you have no intention of making shells is news to me. No, I no, and like, and if I thought I was going to after seeing whose is this? Joe made this. Joe, yeah, Joe Maloney. After seeing Joe's version, I really would not make it. But he says, "Yep, I'll be making this again." So it must have tasted really good. And it also makes me think I should get a liner for my crock pot. I don't think so. (laughs) You don't want to, it's too much like a shower cap? No, yeah. Of all the possible outcomes of this, the the notion of, oh, what actually what I need to do is get a liner (laughs) for my crock pot. That's not, that's not the takeaway I want you to have, Kirsten. (laughs) Okay, what? No. You want me to have a takeaway of not using the crock pot at all? Not, don't use a crock pot. Don't make this dish. (laughs) And, and if you, if you do, then just, you're going to have to suck it up and scrub the crock pot because well, this which notion is what we of, do. yes, 
I think that's fine. But okay. I I think uh Joe and Kim can have the buffalo shell (laughs) delights, whatever it's called. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Speaking of Williams Sonoma, you mentioned that you went there as one of the three stores for Thanksgiving, and I'm a little perplexed. I thought Williams Sonoma was like a furniture store, and do they sell food? I think they're a cooking store, and I think that they're mostly like cooking uh, tool, like plates and you know, cro- I think they sell crock pots like that, like a cooking supply store. But okay. I think they have some foods. But what we go there for, there for is the gravy starter. Oh, uh, so you're not making yes, your gravy some, scratch? No, I mean I no no. It looks very hard when my sister makes it because she uses whatever is in this jar of Williams Sonoma stuff. We have to get four of them, and they're fourteen ninety five a piece. So I think that's wow. kind of pricey. That's adding to your units right there. There's your problem. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is <laughs> I, so. But yes, it's gravy starter mm-hmm. that we buy there, and she puts it in the pan where the turkey used to be, and then she does put stuff in it like flour. And I don't know what else. So I guess that's mm-hmm. why it's called a starter because it, it you have to do other stuff. But yes, that's right. that's what we that's why we have to have the third stop okay. to William Sonoma is for the gravy starter. Okay, so before we move on, I need to go back to did you have any food fiascos? And did everything turn out? I hope so, with a seventy five percent increase. Oh yeah, yes, similar. I mean, similar to what you shared, the turkey. Seemed to need an extra hour that no one anticipated. Oh, yep. So that that was probably as close as we had to a problem. But everything else, the my mother's stuffing recipe turned out very well. The the fancy green bean casserole that okay. is not the one that everyone else gets to make with just like the cans of stuff. This is right real stuff like with real mushrooms and stuff that turned out very nicely. I made um, my pistachio fluff salad that everyone Ooh. just makes fun of. And the only reason I make it is because I have this crystal bowl. Uh-huh. I <laughs> feel like I should put something in the crystal bowl. Uh-huh. That yeah. turned out well. Yeah. Ev- everything was just the potatoes. We had 15 pounds of potatoes, seven and a half russet, seven and a half Yukon gold. Wow. Pounds equals 15 pounds of mashed potatoes. And that was good. It was really quite excellent. I, Sister Martha does a very nice job. As I said, it's sort of supposed to be a group effort, but she does most of the cooking kind of stuff. Oh, and then okay. we, we support her in her work. And you made the fluff salad, though. There's that. All on my own. No one even helped me. And someone almost used the crushed pineapple in their um, carrot cake. Oh, ooh. that was my next they, question. What was your desserts? Yeah, they were supposed to have real pineapple for the carrot cake. And whoa, my niece, whoa, Allie, whoa, was whoa. like, oh, here's the pineapple. And I saw her with my can and I'm thinking, I think that's mine. Yeah. And then I checked the recipes. And in fact, she was supposed to have the fresh uh-huh. and I got yeah. the crushed. So it was okay. disaster averted. Again, I've got a few comments. Pineapple oh. and carrot cake? Yeah, it's some, um, I mean, uh, Yeah. And then they, yes, real pineapple in the carrot cake and like also as a, what would you say, like a garnish on top or something for for visual, visual satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, real pineapple. Okay. What about, do you have cream cheese frosting on the top of the carrot cake? I presume so because I had to buy a lot of cream cheese and it went somewhere. I, I don't know where it went, but I presume that was for that. 
You didn't have any of the carrot cake? I did. I did. Oh. But I don't know. I oh, wouldn't okay. know if it was cream cheese right. or what it was. Okay, so we, I, I'll let the pineapples slide because I haven't tasted them, but I don't know how that would go. It sounds like it was good. Uh-huh. I'll trust the middle stat sisters. Yeah. But what else? Pies? Anything else? Let's see. No, the carrot cake and then, um, oh, yes, brother-in-law John makes a pecan pie because he's mm. from Virginia and he thinks he's a Southern gentleman and he has to <laughs> eat pecan pie. So he brings that every year. He uh-huh. says he makes it. I don't know. I've never seen any evidence. It's the only thing that is not made when oh, we're all together as yeah. witnesses. And he just kind of walks in and here's my pecan pie. Oh, I've been working so hard on this. And uh-huh. I don't know. I don't buy it. So there's a pecan pie. And then there is one pumpkin pie from Webster's because I just feel like you have to have a pumpkin pie at oh. Thanksgiving and no one really eats it. Okay. Well, you maybe could mm-hmm. save some units there too. Oh, no. I mean, it's like, especially with my employee discount at the grocery store, it's like two ninety nine. This oh, is not okay. where we need to cut. Okay. No. But nobody ate it. What did you do with it? Give it to Riley? I ate it. Oh, okay. I, I eat the pumpkin pie or the, I eat the carrot cake at the official meals because I prefer it and it's it's in demand, so you don't want to miss it, your right, chance. Exactly, yeah. And then once everyone's gone and we have leftovers, then there's a whole pe- uh, pumpkin pie for me. Okay, perfect. Well, yeah. then you don't want to you don't want to cut that. You don't want to no. cut that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, now I feel good about knowing what your meal was. Okay, um, good. And that's back, going back to, to the future the, now. Yeah, back to yes. Okay, this is a note that came in from Michelle Pendleton. She says, hey, KJ, the Hoffer, and whoever is the Midwest guest co-host. That would be you, Karen. It's me, whoever. Here I am. (laughs) This question isn't really Midwestern, but it's the best I've got. And I will tell you, Michelle, and everyone listening, that the questions don't have to be Midwestern. The questions can be anything you like, and we will answer it with our Midwestern bias. Here's the question. Do you get lots of gifts for the holidays? I've found that as I've gotten older, if I want something and I've got the money, I just get it. No waiting for the next birthday or holiday. And over the years, we do fewer gifts for family members because who needs all that stuff? Our typical gifts are photo calendars because everyone can use a calendar and small kitchen gadgets. So, Karen, do you typically get gifts? And I don't, I th- I don't know if she, I think she means do you perf- typically buy gifts for other people? Or I guess get received gifts too. No, not, neither. I really don't buy gifts. And I I for sure, I would know if I got gifts and I definitely don't get gifts. It's probably hand in hand, right? Yes. But no, I, I don't. Okay. So you, well, okay. Do you and Amber exchange gifts? No, not really. I mean, if there's something like appropriate and it happens to be December, and I was going to get it anyway. I'll get it and wrap it uh-huh. and say, yeah. here's, but we, we say, we're, let's just not get each other gifts. Because I think like Michelle, we're just sort of, if we need it, we get it year round. And so we don't need to be doing gifts. That's exactly what the Hoffer and I do. Yeah. And we don't, you know, my sisters gifts, and I yeah. don't do exchange with your brother. We no, we t- no, we don't. But we usually, if so, they 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 were here for Thanksgiving, so we won't see them this Christmas. They do every other. They're going to my sister in law's family's house for Christmas next year. We'll see them for Christmas, but not Thanksgiving. And sometimes when we're together at Christmas, we'll do a a name draw, like a secret Santa. Oh. So we'll buy one mm-hmm. gift, and we'll set a little price limit on that gift, and 
And but the kids, we still buy for the kids. There are two twin girls young enough that we still buy gifts for them and send them on the off years to their house, and then they open them at Christmas with okay. their other family. But otherwise, not so really. Did, did you say a secret Santa? Well, is that what you said? Is I that the same as a white Santa. elephant? What no. Is, what are these? No. White elephant is, is, well, white elephant used to be, I, I think now it's sort of changed over the years, but it, well, I guess I don't know how it originated, but in our family, we would do a white elephant gift exchange where you keep the gift very cheap, five to $10, and it's usually some sort of gag gift. And you draw numbers. If So let's say there's 50 people there. You draw numbers, and whoever gets number one picks the first gets to go first and they they open the gift. Then the number two could either steal number one's gift or choose a different present to open and so on and so on until gift number 50. So it behooves you to be number 50 because then you have the choice of every single gift to steal or take your chances with the one remaining present under the tree. It's quite oh. a good time. We have a great time when we do White Elephant Exchange. That's usually with my stepdad's family. So the last yeah. few years we haven't done it because of COVID and because now my mom lives here, which is further away from his family. So, yeah. But it's a really good time. And over the years, though, the presents have gotten nicer and nicer. So there's a little bit more exuberance with which we steal gifts and, and, and there's a little bit more behind it. Like, oh, I really want that. Like big jugs of chocolate or whatever. So there are, they've turned more into nicer gifts. That's a white elephant. Okay. Secret oh, Santa okay. is you don't know who's giving you the gift until after it's been purchased. So if there are 10 people okay. in your Secret Santa exchange and you draw, let's say Amber's also in the exchange, you draw Amber's name, you buy her whatever gift, you buy her under the limit, let's say the limit is $25, you buy her a $25 gift, you wrap it under the tree, you say, to Amber from Secret Santa. And then when it's time to open, everybody opens their secret gift, and then the the gift giver is revealed, and everybody says, oh, Fawn, you had me. I didn't I knew you had me, that kind of thing. Oh, I see. So, but, so Secret Santa, that would be more like what you see people doing in their workplaces or yes. sorority yes. houses or wherever, like that's. That's a yes. secret Santa. And thing. that's kind of what we do, but we call it a name exchange. We I don't know why we don't call it Secret Santa. Well, some of our family members call it Secret Santa. So okay. you don't know. And and one of my family members is so into it that she gets an outsider to distribute that she'll email us and say, Your secret oh, Santa is so and so. So nobody can know. But you yeah. kind of know because then let's say that my my brother's wife is my the one I pulled. I'll email him and I'll say, give me some ideas for Jenny. Well, he now knows that I have Jenny and I don't have him. Or or, or I could try to throw him off, but I don't because I don't have time for that. I got to get a gift. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's yeah, how that, that works. works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, very limited yeah. shopping and gifting. Terry Gross on um, Fresh Air, I think yesterday, said that the average American stated that they expect to – the I don't know how to word it, but it it is expected that the average American adult will spend $932 on gifts this season. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never, we've never been like that in my family. It's always been like a, 
it's always been like a $50 limit. Like if my parents bought for me, it's $50 limit. And that hasn't changed for, I have often lobbied as a younger person, you know, inflation and all, mom, you should probably up that from 50 to 75, oh, but we've never upped it. It's always 50. So, yeah. so and it that's, was like, uh, what we do. She got that figure by, um, I don't think it was obviously her survey, but it was, you know, do you expect to spend under 250, between 250 and 500? Like this, mm-hmm. and so it came out. However, however, it was calculated that the average American ex- again expects to spend nine hundred thirty-two. Blew my mind. Like yeah. I can't imagine. But I guess if you have, you know, four kids, I mean, yeah, I suppose. I, I, it's just a lot. It's a lot that I know. I can't even put my mind wrap my head around that. No. The most we spend no. is we make, co- we make toffee. Christmas toffee and we ship it out to people. But we have wow. not done that the last few years because postal. I was going to say, well, where's mine? Yeah. Yeah. You actually, you were, you made the list, but now we have stopped doing it. We'll see if we continue this year. You will be on the list. I, yeah. I made a, the list the year you stopped doing it. <laughs> not on purpose. This is just this, the way it fell. Big scam. Did you, <laughs> did you just say out loud if you're doing it this year? Uh huh. We are making toffee. That's a that's a given. We are making toffee. December seventeenth is the toffee date that we get together with uh, other friends and make toffee. But whether or not I'm going to ship many, like I was waiting for the but the the pandemic year, we just shipped to our parents. I shipped to my dad in Montana. The Hoffer shipped to her parents in Texas, and that was about it. This year, I think we'll expand. But we won't go to the levels we were at previous years where we were sending so many that we were spending a lot more on that than Christmas presents for our family or whatever, you know. But So reading between the lines, don't hold my breath. Um, reading don't between hold my breath. The lines, I'm going to get my little box of toffee. Re- reading between the lines, you should, you, you've misread. You will get your toffee. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you've misread the lines. Between them. Is it going to be, is the little fancy box going to be sealed with a Midwest bias sticker? Like a it's little, cer- or a, it, yes. You, if a you, wax stamp? Something? No, but if you haven't gotten your Midwest bias sticker, you're going to get one. I, I've gotten it. I just, oh. I, just I don't have a wax seal. Sealing. No. Well, and in okay. fact, it's not a fancy box. You can ask others who have received it. It's a Ziploc bag and uh, has some fillers in it too, not just toffee. So be on the lookout oh. for that. Okay, well, now I'm excited. December 17th, so you probably overnight these things. Absolutely right? not. For no, fresh, we don't. Okay, okay. Well, they keep for a while. By Christmas, then. But most okay. people tell me once they receive them, because it's not a big package, it's just a little tasty treat. But okay. most people say I eat it in one sitting, so and it keeps pretty well. Okay, this is good. Well, I'm glad that this somehow came up. I don't know how yeah. it did, but. Because now I, I, I feel like maybe I wasn't on the list and now you've been guilted into putting me on the list and, and I'm going to get it. You're going to get it. No matter how you All got right. there, you're going to get it. <laughs> that's, that's, again, that's what matters. Yeah, exactly. Now, one other thing that Michelle wrote in her letter, and the, the Hall of Famer and I are going to tackle other parts of the letter, but she did write, I just bought the ingredients for the pink stuff that we talked about last year. And it made me think of that episode where we talked about the pink stuff last year around this time. And Karen, when you mentioned you made the fluff, 
I now I know now when you and I talked about the fluff last year. So you mm-hmm. introduce this fluffy stuff to your family and they do they does anyone eat it or just you? No. Not really. <laughs> they um it, it, again it is served in a beautiful crystal bowl. Uh-huh. And um this year I noticed that Sister Kate, so that, you know, there's just a plate that you put all your Thanksgiving food on. And when they, I started walking around because you sometimes circulate and hold stuff and pass it, you know, walk around with the food. So everyone's not trying to do. Anyway, she went and got, what are those little tiny bowls called that you put like creme brulee? Ramekins. um, Ramekins. Yes. Mm -hmm. So she went and got the ramekins and started following me in my green salad in case people wanted some and it was so clear <laughs> not very like, much no no and not very much and and wouldn't want it touching any of the other food so <laughs> well, there Karen. were a few nieces who took it I think out of sympathy but no I I had a nice portion of the green salad and to go with my pumpkin pie once everyone was done good now I don't even know what's in it but I will tell you this if I were ever to be invited to family Thanksgiving, uh-huh. I would eat the green salad. I know I would like it. Out of sympathy or because no, you think I know I would truly. like it because I we had a family green salad recipe. And if I remember correctly, pineapple is in it, which you've already told me. Not fresh, fresh pineapple, pineapple, though. Yeah. Um, no. Canned Crushed pineapple. In a can. Marshmallows uh-huh. are in it. True. Green gelatin is in it. P- pistachio. Instant oh, p- jello. Oh, that's mix. even better. Okay. See, I would eat that. Yeah. Are there yeah. nuts in and, it? And um cool walnuts oh. and um you'd have to remove the walnuts. Cool whip. Okay. All right. Well I'd yeah. maybe eat it if the walnuts. Well that's fine. I'd on. hold I'd hold back on the walnuts. I mean it's a short list of people who want it. So if you if you have a a customization you need to to ha- enjoy it, I will be happy to honor okay. that. that well, I no just trouble. figured since you know you you have gotten yourself on the toffee list that I might get on the middle stat sister oh. Thanksgiving list. <laughs> Well, without a doubt, yeah. But I don't want to be charged units. I was going to say, if you can afford to come, we're happy (laughs) to invite you. We need we need some an influx of cash to keep having this. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll invite you. A little bit of a of a surcharge, but yeah, you can come. Okay, Uh, I had two tweets here from Will, but I'm going to cut it to just one because we're we're our time together Karen is elapsing and you I don't want you to pass out. So oh, Will thanks. at Aquarium D R N K E R because we're talking about Christmas foods and Thanksgiving foods. He says a hashtag burning questions and he shares he he always he must follow this site discontinued foods at snack underscore memories. This this account says now that it's December let's talk eggnog. What are your feelings on the seasonal this seasonal drink? Delicious, nasty, somewhere in between. Did we talk about eggnog before on this podcast with you, Karen? Not that I believe. No, okay. no, I don't think so. Your thoughts? I think I know well, the answer. I, I don't drink it. Um, <laughs> you know, my memory of eggnog is Christmas Eve. My grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. would come over, and my and my parents would serve creamed herring on triscuits mm. and eggnog. And oh. my grandfather really liked the cream herring on the triscuit. And my grandmother really liked the eggnog and they never offered it to us. And I, 
I mean, I bet it was five years ago I discovered that eggnog is not alcoholic. I always thought eggnog was alcoholic, which is why they didn't offer it to us. Oh, well, it's alcoholic in this house. I always add some whiskey to it. Oh, well. But yeah, it's oh. not alcoholic. Oh, I always, well, I mean, obviously I don't know. You're they might have had whiskey. The eggnog in, it. in the store that in the carton is not, does not have alcohol in it? Correct. However, in this picture, there is one up at the top right, Southern oh, Comfort Eggnog. And I, I think that one might have some whiskey in it. Yeah. I think sure. I always thought, what, what, remember that there was those like TGI Friday mixer bottle things of mudslide? Mm, no, I don't and, remember that. Well, I think those things were alcoholic. Like I think that they, they okay. were, yep. had the alcohol in them. And I, I, like I said, I just discovered quite recently, t- too old to not realize that eggnog <laughs> wasn't, wasn't always alcoholic. And so, but this does not change your decision in partaking. You're not, you're not going to drink it. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I, I, I knew I that know, answer. I mean, for no good reason. Like, I don't know that I could even tell you what it tasted like, but I've, I think I just thought it's, oh, that's not for you. And so I've never revisited <laughs> Okay, so maybe yeah. I, you know, we're not around each other during the holidays, which is the only no. time I really drink it. I, but I really think you should at least try it and see what you think. Do, do you like it? Oh, I love eggnog. Uh, it's what is very, it? I mean, what is well, it? Well, it's eggs and milk and cream and I don't know what else is in it. It's, so it's very, like a dairy, very thick. Oh, it's very thing. dairy. It's it's very dairy. It's uh thick and it's rich. It's very rich, and my stomach doesn't love it, but I love it. So it's one of those things where I just deal with it, and I add a little whiskey or, or a, yeah, bourbon sometimes I put in there, and I love it. And I know, Mama, if you're listening, I don't know. Mama eats herring every day. I don't know what creamed herring is, but every I day? think she likes it. Yeah, she has a little bit of herring every day. Yeah. There's some oh. something in there that's good for her. I can't remember what it is magnesium or something yeah. i don't know no it was just i, th- I think it's disgusting i mean it herring uh, is absolutely like, disgusting but not eggnog no but like i said these two things were served and it was just so evident Wonderful. to me that are they Norwegian? they weren't for us no no you're german I right I, yeah huh. i don't know why this was the thing but it was the thing and i've okay. never gone back to well, test it when you're younger and somebody throws a creamed herring in front of you, you don't want it anyway. Or even a Triscuit. I mean, a Triscuit. Yeah. Oh, that's right on the Triscuit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an old mm-hmm. person cracker too. It is. It can, but it can hold a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, I like a Triscuit <laughs> now. Do you really? Not plain, but if you throw a bunch of cheese on it, I'm going to eat it. I can't believe I think I think we talked about it, but there are so many flavors of triscuits now. Oh yeah, there are a lot. Kind of like those Oreo things that they just yeah. have every yeah. possible yeah. thing. But yeah, no, I don't prefer triscuits. Nope. So eggnog for me, egg no for you. I knew that would be your answer. I thought I oh, knew. Good. Um, before we move on, I have one. I wanted you to be a Midwest mediator. Oh yeah. For this week, but before we do that, I must ask: Did you discuss with Amber? the where you can park at quick trip and yes, what she was her mortified thought- she was mortified <laughs> that i thought that that was appropriate okay and okay. she she said she would not have um 
assaulted me like that woman did, uh-huh, but yeah. she would have in her mind been thinking the exact same thing, that I was a selfish idiot. Uh, okay. So she mm-hmm. aligned with me. She thought the woman had a point, but it was not delivered in an appropriate manner. Yeah. Yes. Times two. Times two. <laughs> okay. All right. So now let's get to the Midwest mediator. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll wrap it up quickly because, again, I want you to get some food in you. Thank you. It's the Midwest mediator. It's the Midwest mediator. Send your corn dreams now, not later. To the Midwest mediator. Because it's time for a ruling right now. When you share a car with someone else or you borrow someone's car. So how many cars are in your family? One. One. One car. Uh, But you used to have two, so you'll be able to answer this question, I think. Okay. Or you take your car in for service or whatever. How do you think, Karen, you should leave the seat position after you've used the car, assuming you've adjusted, you've had to adjust the seat? I almost always have to because I'm short. Mm -hmm. Do you move it back to where it was before you moved it? Or do you leave it in the position that you changed it to? Like you just... You move. You have to move it back or up, and you just leave it. You you've now returning the car. You're done, and you leave yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the car that we currently have has two little buttons on the door. Mm-hmm. One is numbered yep. one, and one is number two. And they, I don't know how, but they know that I am number one, <laughs> and that when I push when I push the number one, everything goes to where I like it. My seat, the mirror. The oh, side the mirror. mirrors, it all moves oh. around. So I feel like this is this solves the problem. So you just have to get that luxury vehicle. Yeah, I guess. So for the rest of the world who might not be number one and have their car know that they are number one, I think you should probably make a concerted effort to get back in the vicinity, but how would you ever know? Exactly. You wouldn't exactly know, would you? I will say that I had that we did have a vehicle once, uh, was the Subaru outback. Surprise, surprise. Top of the line. And I was number one. And the Hoffer was number two. Mm-hmm. She can't have everything. Her, she's already a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And and that was wonderful. But we sold yeah. that car. And now we don't have that. And I know what you're talking about. It did not change the mirrors, but it did change every the seat. Yeah. And the the way it gets that way, Karen, is that you preset it. If you if you don't think you did that, then I'm not sure how it did it. But I preset mine for how I like it. It just knows. It just knows. I don't yeah. know. Well, but you did you say something about a mechanic? Like, oh, how yeah. Would so they if know? you take, they wouldn't. But if you, so the mechanic doesn't doesn't really upset me as much as other situations. So if the mechanic, I, because I'm so short, I think this came from my dad when I was younger, him screaming at me, move the car. You have to move the seat back. I can't get in there, you know, because he's six one and I'm five. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have always been hypersensitive to, I have to move the seat back so that the people that are next person that gets in here is tall, you know, can get that in. actually makes sense. Like, if you are a real shorty, yes, you, the person can't get physically in the car, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I thought this was more like a, you know, a little bit of a comfort tweak and whatever. Uh, well, between the Hall of Famer and I, it is more of a comfort tweak, tweak, 
I also have to pump my seat up because I'm so short. And so when I get in after her, I almost fall in. Like I feel like I'm there's a hole in the bottom of the seat and I'm going way down. And uh-huh. so I always have to adjust it. And huh. I have a, a pillow for my back and that pillow always gets moved and thrown across the seat where I can't reach it. And it never gets returned after the vehicle's done being driven. And so my question is, shouldn't that pillow be returned before I get back in the car? Or do Uh, I have to cross? I don't know, Grandma. Crawl into the vehicle and grab the pillow. No, I think, I don't know. I mean, the pillow seems like a little much. (laughs) In what way? uh, A little pampered. Like, you know, where is my driving pillow? Uh, it's it's absolutely necessary. It's the only way I can drive with this blasted back of mine. Okay, so it's medical. It's medical. It's a oh, yeah. medical yeah. adaption, I see. Yes. I don't know. I, I don't think I would feel like I had to put the pillow back every time. I think I mm-hmm. could come to terms with needing to put it somewhere where you could reach it yes. relatively easily. But Damn. I don't think I would. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I also kind of like the idea of the Hall of Famer just whipping it over her shoulder and saying, (laughs) figure it (laughs) out. She throws it way in the back into the trunk. Hello, girl. Yeah. (laughs) No, she just throws it over to the other side. But now she does move it back. I I made a suggestion, uh, a very nice suggestion. Now she does pull it back, but I still have to move it anyway. So I think your suggestion of putting it somewhere close is fair because I have to move it anyway because it has to be perfectly seated. I just want to be able to reach it. But I think as the short person, I'm constantly having to move my seat back. So I would feel that someone would, I I would like that someone would at least consider me once and say, oh yeah, that girl was really short when she dropped her car off. I'm going to pull it back for her so she doesn't fall down on the floor when she gets in. That's never happened Uh to me. No, I think it might be a little bit of time until that does happen for you. Yes, I think so too. Might have to hold on a little longer. (laughs) Well, to be fair to the person that's putting it, if it's a serviceman, if he moves it forward for me, he'd have to do it after he's out of the vehicle or he'd break his knees. Oh, yes. Well, that's Mm -hmm. why I'm saying like. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yes. The, The reality is they can't get in. Yeah, exactly. And they can't get out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just yep. going to have to deal with it. But maybe yep. maybe I'm not the only one in the whole wide world that's ever thought of this. So where are my shorties at? <laughs> and, and your pillow girls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Karen, time for you to eat. Yep, I'm going to go. I'm going to have my pretzels. It's a good time. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much for joining me. Taste test with the Hall of Famer. Well, yes, it is time for the taste test with the Hall of Famer. And welcome back, Hall of Famer. All right. Happy to be here. Let's first go over, um, answer the other questions from the letter that Michelle Pendleton sent. Karen and I answered some of them, but I I will give you a chance. Well, I think Karen and I answered one of them. I will give you the chance to answer it yourself, too. Here is the letter. I skipped some of it because I read some of it with Karen. I just bought the ingredients for the pink stuff that we talked about last year and I made me mm. think it made me think of that episode. Was last Thanksgiving when you were hoping your new oven would arrive or was that Christmas? 
That was Christmas. Yep. And it arrived December 23rd, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, it was lucky. And then she wants to know, are you hosting either Thanksgiving or Christmas this year? And the answer you probably found out from Karen was that it was, yes, we we hosted Thanksgiving this year. And no, we are not hosting Christmas. Woohoo! We're traveling. Yeah. And Thanksgiving was great. Karen and I didn't talk a whole lot about it. But... So Karen and I, as you know, ex- we went over her menu, mm-hmm. detail by detail. So I thought we could do the same because it seems that people do want to know what people eat for Thanksgiving. So we had a turkey, and I mentioned that that was the only maybe area where there might have been a disaster, which is because of the whole convection oven mm-hmm. situation. Do you want to explain what happened? Because I don't quite understand. Well, I was kind of out of it Oh, that's all right. day on Thursday. Yeah, the Hall of Famer got the flu on Thursday and did not partake in helping with the meal, cooking, Mm -hmm. clean up, and didn't get to eat. So it was not fun for you. Yeah, it felt pretty horrible all day. Yeah, the next day you were better, but still took a while. Yeah. So I think what happened was we wanted to, there was a suggestion that we try using the convection method on our new Mm -hmm. oven. Because it would cook faster, but and more evenly, and more evenly, yes. And and it said right on the oven that it would convert, but mm-hmm. it took about an hour longer than it should have, so it, it it did not convert. So we, I think we figured out that we needed to do like twenty five more degrees yes. or something. Yep. So if it says uh, four hundred and fifty, well, convection oven would be four twenty five. But we're, we're figuring it out. What we're figuring out is that it should be. 450 convection yeah so you got to set it at 475 yeah so we had set a 2 p.m or 2 30 time for dinner for the meal but it didn't happen till probably around three o'clock i think because all the other dishes took a while too the the so we had mashed potatoes Mm -hmm. not 15 pounds but five pounds yeah (laughs) and they were all russet i believe we had an we didn't have a lot of dishes this year. No. Because we had some excessive amount of desserts for the, just the seven of us. We had an, a, Brussels sprout, a, Brussels, a Brussels sprout side dish that's really good. It uses Dijon mustard as a, and dry wine as a, as a sauce. And I think there's bacon on it, if I remember correctly. There's something on it. Something yeah, real good. Bacon, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I didn't have any, but I had some as leftovers. Yeah, and it was good, right, as mm-hmm. a leftover? Mm-hmm. We had our famous stuffing, crockpot stuffing. Yep. And rolls. The rolls were excellent. Mm-hmm. The Not rolls homemade. we didn't make. The rolls yeah. we got from our local bakery. Yeah. That wins all kinds of awards. That is one thing I did eat. Yeah, you had, had a roll. I had a roll and a little bit of potatoes. The stuffing was too much. Yeah, and the turkey was too much. Oh, yeah. I didn't and even And the try gravy. That. The gravy was homemade, not purchased mm-hmm. from Williams-Sonoma. <laughs> and uh, so you and I did, the, well, I did the stuffing, I guess. I, I did well, some chopping. You, you did some chopping. I, yeah, yes. I, I rallied into some chopping, but some that was chopping. the only thing I did. Yeah. So we did the stuffing, and my brother and sister-in-law did the Brussels sprouts, and they kind of took the turkey. We did the dry rub of the turkey, uh, we or, isn't you. Oh, yeah. I didn't touch the thing. Right. You refused to touch it. Yeah, I refused to touch the bird. 
So I did the dry rubbing, which had to be done before they arrived, because they flew in, and mm-hmm. we had to, uh, they flew in on a Tuesday, and we went and got them at the airport. But anyway, we had to do the dry rub earlier. And there was, the, the thing didn't thaw out like it should have, and so we had a little delay there, too. But, it, I mean, it finally thawed out enough when we were ready to cook it, but not when we were ready to dry rub it. But I mm-hmm. thought it came out pretty pretty good very tasty and in fact mama said it was her favorite part of the dish was the turkey really the, of the meal turkey and gravy wow and then uh the rolls were not homemade Mm-mm. i think that was all for the main meal and then we had two pies that jenny made my sister-in-law mm-hmm. uh, we were um, gonna have a third but decided we didn't need it yes you and i usually make the hoosier pie uh-huh. and i ended up making two of those for some friends that helped me out on something last week so I delivered those pies on Wednesday, and I've gotten feedback from both of them that they were a huge hit at oh, their good. Thanksgiving tables. So oh, excellent. Yeah. Plus, we had brownies. Why did we have brownies? Oh, yeah, we had brownies. So we had, that's why we didn't do the Hoosier pie. Uh-huh. So Jenny made a caramel apple pie, which was so good, yeah. and she made a butterscotch pie, which, which was, was the uh, re- requested by my brother and one of their girls. The caramel apple was requested by the other girl. The the butter butterscotch was good, but too rich for my taste. Mm-mm. So it was great because you know it was equal with people who yeah. liked the butterscotch more than the caramel apple. And then yes, we did have brownies, and Mama put those ingredients together, mm-hmm. and then Jenny made the brownies. Yep, for your birthday. Yes, and so my birthday was the day before Thanksgiving, and you guys made brownies for me. You decorated the house with happy birthday streamers and signs. Yep. And got one by you there. Yeah. And then we, you surprised me by taking me bowling. Mm-hmm. We went bowling and. Yeah, that was really fun. It was, except the concessions weren't open. Yeah. And no alcohol, no bowling alley fries. Yeah. Yeah. But we had brownies when we came home. So that was excellent. Yeah. And I bowled fun. a 110, which well, yeah. I usually, if I'm breaking 100, I'm happy. Yeah. And didn't you get like second place? Second place. My yeah. brother got like 113. Yeah. 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 I broke 100, yep. right at 100. And Ellen, oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. Ellen Vanderlinden, she tweeted when I said I bowled a 110 on Twitter, bumpers or no bumpers, <laughs> or bumpers are traditional. And we did have bumpers for the girls, yep. but not for the adults. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. And what else did we do? We 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 went to a brass band concert mm-hmm. at a local theater. Yep. And this theater, I now work at this theater uh, part time. I'm a technician, and I help back. I'm on the backstage crew, and boy, has that been fun. She's I, pretty official. I wasn't working that weekend. We went as a family to the show, and the brass band show was good. We had that. We had that. We went on a holiday stroll, which is, it's all activities all day from 4 p.m. on. It's basically a way to get people into town to start Christmas shopping, I think. It's yeah, the day after Thanksgiving. Of, they do a lot of different things, and they end with a parade. But yeah. there, you can decorate cookies. You mm-hmm. can see Santa. They show yeah. movies. Yeah, they showed Elf at the local yes. theater for the holiday. Yep. But you were you didn't come to that because uh-uh. you were still sick. So still all we did good. was we, go, we went to the parade. And they threw candy, and the girls like that. Yeah. And we played games. We played, what do we play? Mm-hmm. Cards, played of Humi- Cards of Humanity? Cards yeah, Against guys, Humanity. You guys played that. Yeah, family version of that one. That was the family one. version. The girls really like yep. Laurel. Oh, hang on. 
Sienna. Oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. Laurel and Sienna really love the all the talk about butts and farts in, yeah. <laughs> in the um, Cards Against Humanity family edition. And they just giggled the whole time. And we played what? Clue? Yes. And my brother has never lost in Clue his entire he thinks adult life, but when we were growing up, I never beat him. He always beat me. And the Hall of Famer comes in and beats, whoop, whoop. wins Clue. It was so great. Normally, I get angry because I never never win against the Hoffer. She wins every game. But this time, she beat my brother, and I was so happy. Yeah, beginner's luck. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you had never played Clue. Uh-uh. Well, and then we played one other game. Sequence. Sequence, yeah. We played Sequence. So yeah. we had a really great time. They were here for five days. Five or six days, I can't remember. Yeah, we had fun. So we filled in the blanks from what Karen and I talked about. And the other question that Michelle asked, and while we are mentioning past home improvement projects, because she was talking about the oven and when it would Mm. arrive, whatever happened to the pictures that were supposed to go up on the basement walls, (laughs) but the contractor filled in all the holes? Well, Michelle, the pictures are still down. And yeah. the holes are still filled. We've done nothing. Yep, it's pretty bare down there. Partly because we were trying to decide what we were going to do with that space, whether we are going to rent it out like an Airbnb or make it our own. And I think we've decided we'll make it our own. So mm-hmm. now we just need to get down there and yeah, do it. We'll see. What? It's just so much work. It is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Michelle, those holes are still not there's no, no change. They're filled and no pictures are up. Um, so, and basically, Karen and I did talk about this already, but if you wanted to add anything, and I did want to, I had forgotten one thing. She wants to know, do you get lots of gifts for the holidays? She says she's found that as she's gotten older, if she wants something, she just has the money, she goes out and gets it. She doesn't wait for the next birthday or holiday. And um, she said, and over the years, we do fewer gifts for family members because who needs all that stuff? Our typical gifts are photo calendars, because everyone can use a calendar, and small kitchen gadgets. Mm. And then she said, sending all my well wishes to the Midwest Bias crew, and especially KJ's mama. Yeah. Uh, yeah and thank you, Michelle. So what I said was, no, we don't, we don't really, except we do name exchanges. Mm-hmm. And, and then Karen, you know, wanted to know about White Elephants versus Secret Santa. So I, I forgot to, to mention during that White Elephant that... The way we play it is you can steal the present over and over. So yes. you, you can't just steal one time. So if somebody has a really good gift, uh-huh. the people up in the 49, 48, if there's 50 yeah. people, can steal that present away. Oh, yeah. Over and over again. Yes. So that's kind of a nice twist Exchanges to it. Changes hands a lot. Yeah. And yeah. that you and I don't buy for each other, nope. usually for Christmas or mm-hmm. birthday, um, because we just buy what we want yeah. all year and we yeah. you know we go to brandy shows and we that's that's our trips those are our presents to each yeah. other yeah anything to add there um not really yeah i mean we definitely as we've gotten older we just yeah we don't buy mm-hmm. many Christmas and i said presents that we and... still give to the girls mm-hmm. um and this year we're going uh we're traveling for christmas and we're not even doing a name exchange where nope. we we have done that but this year we decided not to and 
all was good with me. We like she says, who needs all that stuff? However, yeah. we do do calendars. Uh, my brother and sister and I usually do send us a calendar of pictures of the girls, which we really like. Yeah, and we make toffee, so that's our. Yeah, we talked about toffee. Yeah, and we do we do uh, gifts for the dogs. We do do gifts for the dogs, <gasps> and and Karen has talked her way into onto the toffee list. Oh wow, we'll see about that. <laughs> well, I've kind of already guaranteed oh, it. Okay, well mm-hmm. they deserve it. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's get to the taste test. The two beers we're going to do today. Last time we talked about Bob Walsh's, well, we talked about that Bob Walsh and Ed Butt had both sent us beer, but Ed Butt's came just a day or two before Bob Walsh's, so we did his first. Mm -hmm. We still have Ed Butt beers. We still have one from Sarah Schulte, but we're going to do the two from Bob Walsh today, and I'm going to read the note he sent along. Hurry, because I'm ready to drink this beer. Yeah. Uh, November 1st, 2022, KJ and Hoffer. I have been meaning to send you beer since I realized that my last package only contained dark beers and I had left the Hall of Famer out. So two offerings from the incomparable Treehouse Brewery. For KJ, that's what she said. Hmm. This is the name of the beer. This is not my favorite of the stouts, of the Treehouse stouts, but it is what they were brewing this week and it is still outstanding. Knowing that the Hoffer likes to describe the label, Hmm. it has the Treehouse logo, which I think of as a treehouse being blown by the wind. Mm. This beer is a little less sweet and a little less milkshakey than the beer I think I previously sent, unless, of course, I sent this one. No, Bob, I don't think you sent this one. No. Whatever you sent still remains the top stout I've ever had. I can't remember the name of it either, though. Do you? No, but you've definitely never sent anything that says that's what she said. Right, right. For the Hoffer, Trail. Yeah. This is a Pilsner, bright, lots of head. I think it's a little denser than Kim Wilson's River Beers. Okay. For me, these are both at least fours, Mm. as I have bought them before. Hope you enjoy. I also waited to send until KJ was near the end of her diet program. (laughs) All the best, Bob. Um, Bob, the diet program, or as I like to say, the lifestyle program is not happening right now with thanksgiving and we had pizza for dinner so yeah it's good this is a good time pizza and stout baby okay so which one's first hoffer uh trail okay so trail and treehouse brewing company is in massachusetts where in massachusetts do you know it doesn't say on there i cannot remember it just says brewed in massachusetts like it's Mass- close to bob lives in connecticut it's close to his town i think it's i think it's a couple hours drive okay well i'll tell you what this this label is very pretty it just it looks is. like this beautiful scene but painted mm-hmm. scene of a walkway and some mountains in the background you can see the sun yeah. and the pretty flowers but yeah it just all looks painted and of course a couple trees in there yeah and you know it kind of looks to me like we're hiking in glacier park with oh, this oh yes exactly so trail is the name of it trail is our german style pilsner it is brewed with floor malted barley and hand-selected noble hops. It exhibits clean fermentation character, assertive earthy hop notes, and a thirst-quenching crisp finish. It is our focused attempt to honor tradition through deliberate brewing application and obsessive attention to detail. Ooh. Enjoy. Ooh. I believe I will. So do you think you're going to like that? Do you um, like Pilsners? Yes, I do. Okay. I generally don't order them 
Uh-huh. However, I usually do enjoy them. Okay, now before you go ahead and pour it, okay. we're going to review our cheesy rating system that okay. we absolutely use. Zero is ish. ish. One, criminy. Two, oofda. Three, yeah, it's interesting. Four, ah, geez, that's good. And five, you betcha. All right. This does have a fair amount of head. He was not sure kidding. Sure does. It's about, there's about a half inch of head on there. And um, it, it's cloudy and it's uh, like a golden golden ale, like golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Let's give it a smell. Mm, smells nice, nice and fresh. Some fresh hops there. Definitely smells like a beer. Definitely has a little um, aftertaste, a little bitterness perhaps maybe it's the hops i'm not sure mm, okay try it again here i would give that a three. Oh no not even yep. a not even one that you'd order uh-uh, i wouldn't order it oh what don't you nope. was too hoppy you don't usually like a lot of hops do you no uh, i don't no there's some some aftertaste that i'm not a big fan of okay yeah but it's not bad do you think i'll like it Mm-mm. not at all no Okay. I'm going to I'm going to put in my guess on my phone and we'll see how accurate I am. Oh, you mean you're going to write Yep. what you think I'm going to give uh-huh. it? Okay. So we'll see. I'll, I'll hold it here. I'm not making any changes and I'll show you when you're done. All right, here we go. Mm. Ooh, I think I know what you're saying about the aftertaste. <clears throat> yeah. Do you think it it's smells the hops? like beer? It's probably the hops. This is what Todd Takei told me I need to like retrain my taste mm-hmm. buds to enjoy. I think it was IPAs though. I don't know. Yeah, it's got that weird aftertaste. Yeah. I don't even think I need another really sip to tell you. Oh. Uh, I'll get one more. Yeah, give it one more. Because you have a change of heart. No, <clears throat> taste does not show a change of heart. Mm, no. I, oh boy, it's getting worse. Yeah, that that uh, aftertaste is no joke. Yeah, not a fan. I'm gonna have to give it a zero. Oh dang it! Really? Ish. Wow. All right, I thought it was gonna be a one point five. Mm, it's a zero. Oh, okay. Bobby did a great job of not picking that one out for me. <laughs> I, the the can is perhaps one of the most beautiful cans yes. we've ever seen. It's gorgeous artwork. Yeah, it is. Trail. Love it. Okay. I know I'm going to love this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you'll be able to drink yours. A three is a decent amount. Yes. Yeah, you'll be able to finish yep. that. Uh, this label, so apparently it's the classic label. Yeah. I really like it. It's cool looking. It's a brown brown label with lighter brown artwork mm-hmm. of a tree and in the branches is... A treehouse, yep. and like blowing in the wind. Yeah, it does look like it's being blown over, like yep. you said. And the title of this one is "That's What She Said," so mm-hmm. I dearly love that. <laughs> uh, it is a milk stout. This one gives the alcohol by volume, which the other one does not. Oh, uh, so the alcohol by volume on this one is a five point six. Oh, and you yep. know what? I think the treehouse brew that he sent me before. Uh-huh. I think the ABV was like eleven percent, and that's harsh. 
it was really good, but I was also really lit up <laughs> when I was done with that. 6% yeah. is a little bit easier to take. All right, here we go. Oh, boy, that is dark. Lift. Love that it's already. It's like motor oil. <laughs> Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. A little bit ahead. Mm-hmm. Say about yeah. a quarter inch Smell of head it. there. Very dark. I mean, it looks like... Motor oil. Yeah, it does look like motor oil because it's dirty motor oil. It looks like it looks like coffee with uh, very dark yeah, coffee, like, like your brother's. Looks coffee. like my brother's coffee. Yes, yeah. very dark. Okay, let's. Hmm. Doesn't smell like too much though. Okay. Oh God, bro! <laughs> you need another sip? Nope. And it was funny because at the beginning I'm like, oh, that's not so bad, and then. The aftertaste. Oh, no. Like, it was still just hanging out in my mouth. Oh, okay. And I'm like, whoa, never mind. That is disgusting. Oh. Yeah, that's definitely a zero. Oh, an ish? Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, that's, that's a straight up ish. I mean. Wow. Okay. Yeah, not tasty. Well, we shall see what I think. Ugh. I need to wash it down with some Pilsner. Yeah, it smells like a stout to me, mm-hmm. uh, but not that. Remember, I talked about the last week or the last time the the sugariness of a uh-huh. stout. I'm not tasting or smelling that, but okay. it, it kind of smells like a stout. Okay, here we go. Okay, that is definitely a four or even a four and a half. Okay, but it is not the five that whatever the other stout is that he sent i will have no problem drinking this i will enjoy every second of it and i will eat another piece of pizza while i'm eating drinking and so you definitely order that i would definitely order that yes yes i would but he was right it's not as good as the other one he was right yep i wish i remembered it it had another sort of name like that's what she said but it was Hmm. uh, it wasn't quite that i should just look up the internet right now I'm going to do it. I typically don't look things up, but it's driving me nuts. We'll see if they still brew it. Oh, yeah. If you got something that good, you don't stop brewing it. You just don't. Mm. That's true. Okay, so there's lots going on here. Okay, there is one in, there is a Woodstock in Connecticut where he lives. Supposedly that same beer is sold there. Um, At a quick glance, I do not see... Oh my gosh, they have a treehouse coffee roastery. <gasps> Cold brew coffee? Oh boy. Oh my okay, gosh. this is trouble. Yeah, this is tr- Oh my gosh, they sell coffee. Oh no. Here, beer. Beer. Okay. I was going to say I don't Christmas see any. Christmas gift idea. <laughs> I, don't, I can't click on beer. Oh. Okay. So I can't. It says the story is coming soon. Read the story about it. But I will say that, yeah, um, this might be some... I really do like that logo. This might be something where I could get a hat out of this. Mm. Out of this deal. But she yeah, dearly loves her hats. I do love hats. Oh, okay. There's a whole bunch here. But I'm not going to... Oh, okay. I'm seeing a ton of beers here that you can order, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was, Bob. But it was good. Anyway, that's what she said is for. I'm going to give it a 4.25. Ooh. I don't think we've ever had a 4.25. No, 4. we've never 5. had I wanted to end. So, first of all, Bob, thank you so much for sending that. It was very thoughtful of yes, you. Yes, thank you. I do love Treehouse Brewery, what I know of it. But before we go, I did want to share this because this was sent out. Now, this beer, this brewery, brewery is from New England, I would say. Connecticut, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. I think they're both part of New England. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm saying that because our buddy, Breland. Oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. Breland of Two Chicks Jerky sent me an Instagram post from Beer Advocate. And this is out of Forbes magazine. It was a post, Forbes magazine. Three West Coast states, California, Oregon, and Washington, were leaders in the craft beer explosion, and their numerous breweries are renowned for brewing great beers. An analysis of the top 100 of the top 250 beers ranked on the Beer Advocate website, though, reveals some surprising results. New England and the Midwest rule the roost when it comes to the world's best beers. Ooh. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And I thank Breland for sharing that with us. All right. Go Midwest. Right? And Treehouse. Yeah. In New England. Yeah. So that's plenty, because Karen and I went on for a while. So thank you for joining me, and I hope you had a great Central time. I had a lovely Central time. All right. That's it. That's the podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Midwest Bias Pod. And you can email your questions and comments to MidwestBiasPod at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and review and subscribe or follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Overcast, that's where I get my podcasts. And no, Overcast is not a sponsor of this podcast yet. But best rubber stamp is... Thanks so much to Best Rubber Stamp and Christopher Giannini and all the folks over there. You can find them at bestrubberstamp.net. Email them at stamps at bestrubberstamp.net or give them a call at 901-278-4500. Mention Midwest Bias, get 20% off your first order. And especially be sure to rate and review this podcast if you really like it. If you don't like it, no worries. Don't even waste your time. Really, it's fine. So thank you. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Bye now. I don't know, Grandma.